Hello dear listener, how do you do? Welcome back to another episode from the Winning Edge Talks podcast. I am Vishwanath, your host. I am a sports mental conditioning coach, author, blogger, counselor and a podcaster. The topic of this episode is Life Lessons from Football. The biggest sporting event in the world after the Olympics is the Football World Cup that happens once in four years. The present edition of the World Cup is underway at Qatar. The world of football has watched in disbelief, stunned at what has unfolded so far till the last eight stage. What I am talking about is the upsets caused by the smaller teams. I wouldn't call them minos because it's a level playing field out there and any team can beat any other team on their day. Big teams like Brazil, Germany, Poland, England, Uruguay, Portugal and Spain have been shown the door. For the first time, three Asian and two African countries made it to the round of 16. Just to remind you, Italy didn't qualify to the finals of the World Cup. They were eliminated in the qualifying stage prior to the World Cup. The World Cup has reached the semi-final stage and Morocco is the first African country in history to make it to the last four stage. France, Argentina and Croatia are already there with Morocco. For argument's sake, you may attribute many reasons for the exit of the top teams. I am not here to look into the data analytics or take a peep at the video analysis to ascertain the reasons for the losses. I am here to talk about the glorious uncertainties competitive sport can throw up. After every loss, every team with its manager, the coaches and the analytics staff would huddle together to analyze the reasons for the mistakes and the debacles to see that the team is better equipped to deal with situations in the future. The coaching staff of smaller teams must have done a little bit more in terms of planning and strategies on how to defeat these big teams and they have come out successful, haven't they? In the history of World Cup football, only eight teams have won the cup and these are from European and South American countries. An Asian or African country is yet to win the World Cup and when you talk about the top eight teams and going by their past performances, form of the present crop of players and which top clubs they represent, one would be tempted that one of the top eight countries will win the World Cup. But it doesn't happen that way. The other countries, especially the Afro-Asian countries, had better ideas and they have shown their intentions with their performances at Qatar so far. 
things have worked out differently for the top nine countries and seven of them have been eliminated before the semi-final stage. Barring Argentina and France, two teams, Brazil and uh, Portugal were eliminated in the quarterfinals. These top teams are rich in talent and experience and there is a legacy passed on by the predecessors since generations. They obviously would have worked hard under the world's most reputed coaches. But then what happened was not expected. In many of the matches where these top teams were up against, they were in control with better percentage of ball possession and they made shots at the goal maximum number of times. But the underdogs came up with a goal when it mattered and won. The big boys were left wondering. To remind you, the quarterfinal match between Brazil and Croatia, Brazil were sitting pretty at one love before Bruno Petkovic equalized three minutes to go before the long whistle. The match goes into the penalties and Brazil gets eliminated. This happened to Portugal too against Morocco on December 10th in the quarterfinals when they lost by a slender margin of one goal. In another quarterfinal match between France and England, England, in spite of giving a spirited performance, lost 1-2 to France. France scored first and then Harry Kane equalized for England through a penalty kick. It was one all. Later, France scored another goal. It was 2-1. Towards the close of play, another penalty was awarded to England and Harry Kane missed it. Harry Kane, one of the celebrated stars of the present, is not known to miss penalties. But it is ironical that he failed. Had he converted, it would have become two all and the match would have come to life again. But it didn't. How can players like Harry Kane, who could have shot so many penalties in their career, into the back of the net, miss it during the all-important moment for England? A mystery, isn't it? Once a great footballer, after missing a World Cup penalty, said, I could hit 100 penalties blindfolded, but that day I missed. No explanation to this. It was in the Portugal-Morocco match at halftime, the score stood one love in favor of Morocco. Cristiano Ronaldo, who was benched till then, came on the pitch in the second half to rescue the team and perhaps to score a win. This being his last World Cup, he had the opportunity to show how great he is as a player and and to make sure that he wins the World Cup for his country as things go by. All his talent, ability, experience and achievements went in vain as he too couldn't stop the African team from entering the semi-finals 
for the first time in history. Destiny was at play. One cannot take credit away from the Moroccans as they came together as a team and fought like Atlas Lions, as they are called. I see another reason why lesser known teams did well. These teams are more inclined, determined, inspired and intensified to showcase their talent and project their countries on the big stage. But the superstars of the bigger sides may have lacked that extra zip, intensity and bursts of energy to push hard to make things happen rather than allowing things to drift and happen by themselves. That is the reason many experts commented that bigger teams didn't press hard enough when it mattered as compared to the Afro-Asian countries. Outside athletics, football is the most popular game across the globe, played by a record number of countries. Football is adored and treated by fans as their own religion and custom. Every time there is a World Cup, the fans want their teams to win it for them. The pressure on the players is huge. Besides, the players have their own expectations to fulfill. So, the teams work hard and try hard to win the cup. The harder they try, the more is the disappointment. More is the heartbreak and sorrow for the fans. The case in question is the football crazy country called Brazil. I can't forget the atmosphere that was akin to national mourning after Brazil were demolished by Germany one goal to seven in the semi-final of the 2014 World Cup at Brazil's own backyard. And on December 9th, 2022, after Brazil lost to Croatia, the fans in the stadium were in tears. Working hard is good while trying hard is not. The harder you try, the more the result eludes you, like a snake trying to catch its own tail. Theorists, motivational speakers, manifestation coaches, positive psychologists, sports psychologists and football managers dish out success formulae and theories. But none can guarantee you the results you desired. There is always a role of destiny in helping you win. You need the hand of God to be with you. By hand of God, I don't mean the handball of Diego Maradona that helped Argentina win in 1986. I was not talking about that. In the ongoing World Cup, quality, talent, fame, reputation, ability and experience were all thrown out of the window as the lesser known gods turned the tables down topsy-turvy to cause unbelievable upsets. The only thing that you can control is the effort you can put in and when it matters and not the result. The wise men have said, give your best, leave the rest. When we were young, we were told, just put in your best efforts and leave the result to God. The heart-wrenching fact is that when you chase results, it deserts you and without the desire for results, there is no motivation.
a catch-22 situation. We sports psychologists and mind coaches say, sustain your motivation, put in your best efforts, execute and allow things to happen. They will happen for you. Are you asking whether you should be lucky to win? Yes. In football, you require that element of luck. But luck is a mystery that you can't reach out to when required. It should happen for you. Like Sam Snead, the golfer once famously said, whenever I worked hard, I was lucky. Yes, true, working hard and giving your best is all that you can control. When luck chases you, knocks at your door, open the door, embrace the luck and enjoy while it lasts. Stop all your logic, trust in the unknown and the mystical. Stop trying to control the results of everything you do in life. Science has no explanation to everything that happens in this world. There is a famous quote that says, when logic stops, magic begins. So, folks, surrender to the divine forces. Experience the magic that happens in your life. This is Vishwana signing off for Winning It Talks podcast. My brand of psychology is common sense psychology. It is simple, uncomplicated, and practical. For those of you who want to reach out to me, you can call me on 97393-72319 or mail me to viswanath.author at the rate gmail.com. Guys, bye for now. Let's catch up again for the next episode.